You're listening to the Jay Bird Watching Podcast, the official podcast of jaysjournal.com and fansided.com, where we discuss all things Toronto Blue Jays baseball. We'll talk about news, rumors, and game recaps. So whether you're a diehard fan or just getting started with the team, this is the podcast for you. Here's your host, Craig Borden, with co-hosts Jason Lyons and me, Ken Alfred. You're listening to the Jay Bird Watching Podcast. Good evening, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to another great evening of Toronto Blue Jays talk here on Jaybird Watching, the official podcast of jaysjournal.com, part of Fansided. And I can't say anything better than we did our job the last few weeks here, guys, as the Blue Jays fans uh, had a collective sigh of relief at this point. Jason, uh, what is going on? We actually feel moderately level comfortable after the little ringer that we've been going through over the last few weeks, but there's still a whole week of baseball left. Well, How are you I feeling? Feel, I feel like, um, you know, I'm happy to be back. Sorry about last week, but I feel like maybe I should have taken another couple of weeks off based how they've played since I have not been on the cast. Um, I think the last conversation that we had, they were 39% chance of making it to the playoffs. And now they're 90 right. 98.9 or something like that. Like, I mean, it would take a, a full-blown miracle for them to not make it. Um, yes. I mean, you know, what can you say? What have, what have they not done in the last two weeks? It's been, it's been bonkers. And it seems like in all of sport right now, just the weirdness that's happening is, is incredible. The football over the weekend, um, you know, the Jays and a few other MLB teams that are just on momentous tears – um, the Braves, the Dodgers, it's it's a fun time to be a sports fan and I'm very much looking forward to, you know, the next week and then, um, you know, just seeing where they land and, and whether it's Minnesota or, uh, um, you know, very unlikely Baltimore, um, where would the other spot be? be... Tampa. Tampa. Yes, Tampa. Um, and you know what, before we move on too far from that, the the coach of the, the of the the Rays is really starting to bug me. He's starting to remind me of uh, what's his name from uh, the Yankees. Like he he just never oh, Aaron Boone. Yeah, he just whining. he's always complaining, always whining, and I've never mm-hmm. noticed it as much because they don't show their bench as much. But I mean, it's nonstop. He's he's constantly chirping, and you know I think maybe that speaks to why Kiermaier stole that thing. You know, a la your hatred, but. Uh, you know, yeah. yeah, let's talk about it, baby. Nope. There's so much. I know, but we're going to dive into that. We have to get our guest on here, Jason, because I didn't expect you were going to go for so long. We have friend of the show, Graham, with us this evening from the Toronto Blue Jays. And Graham, I, in case the Blue Jays fans didn't catch you on the last show, give us a little bit of intro of what you're up to with the Toronto Blue Jays. Hard at work, prepping the field, getting everything set up for the final uh, six games, last, uh, last stretch. Fan appreciation weekend. Never a dull moment at the ballpark. <laughs> so to that point, I I wanted to ask you this last week because you were going to be on the show last week, but I know we had some technical difficulties and fun with your schedule last minute. But um, did you get to? Were you on the field for picture day and everything? As I heard that they had all the players, everybody Absolutely. coaching, ground screw, oh, yeah. everything out on the shoot field. So you made yeah. it into those shots. Hundreds of us. They brought they brought them all out. That is so cool that they were able to do that and get everybody involved. Yeah, in yeah, two or three that... different sessions. So uh, players only, then like players and field ops, and then uh, um, players and um, 
the the front office and back of house and everybody else. That's awesome. It's really cool. Yeah, I think that shows the community that you all guys you all, that you all have period going on, and why maybe that's a good click for the Blue Jays that you guys are also tight knit and goof around and can do that uh, kind of a, stuff. Yeah, it, it was pretty cool to see how um, just like the organization and the flow of all you know hundreds of people. There at least you know 175, 200 you know support staff would have come down at the end there, um, and it would have in and out in a matter of minutes. That's so, crazy. Cool. And just keep yeah. the keep the line moving, right? That's yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. I know I from we we. I've got a friend who works for the Vancouver Canucks in a very similar. You know, she's basically in charge a lot of the the on ice and or is you know is involved with it. And it, I find it incredible how um, unbelievably talented she is at it, and how they make every single little thing move forwards during a game. Um, you know, it's just, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So anyways, as we, before we dive into this, I have to have Jason talk to me about one thing who's outside of Blue Jays, but six degrees from Kevin Bacon kind of level of what's going on here in Blue Jays news. I believe there's a new trophy in some certain division in your neck of the woods that might be possibly residing at Nat Bailey. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, it's pretty rad. Uh, the, um, the Vancouver Canadians won the, uh, won the Northwest a uh, week ago uh, against uh, Eugene, I think. Um, yeah, it was Eugene. Yeah. Um, three, one. Uh, they really, I, I mean, I don't think the series was close at all. Um, there was one, they lost one game, but otherwise just pounded on them. And I mean, the nice thing for Jays fans is, is, is it really shows what kind of crop we have coming up from, uh, you know, the bottom level of our pro. Uh, a lot of these guys will be moving on to, you know, to, to winter ball and, and uh, the Mexican leagues and the Texas leagues and all the rest of that. There, you know, there's certainly some names to watch. We've mentioned them on the show all year long, but yeah, big gradu- congratulations to the Vancouver Canadians and, um, we set attendance records all year long uh, at Nat Bailey. So for those people out there who don't think a, vi- a baseball is viable in Vancouver, <laughs> you're wrong. It is. And to that point, we, at, you know, being Blue Jays fans like we are, I, that's like the one stadium out of Blue Jays minor league system I haven't been to and the one I've been like dying to go to because that's one of the very few cities in Toronto or not in, Canada, in Toronto, in Canada I haven't been to as far as major cities go. That's the one place my actual job hasn't gotten me to for my traveling fun. So, Jason, someday hopefully I'll be able to cross that one off my list yeah. and we can grab a beverage and enjoy a ball game. Yeah, we'll have a three foot <laughs> hot dog at the uh, three foot hot dog. You need lady in the tramp style. Yeah, there. I saw Kenny in a footlong one when I went up to the ball game a few weeks ago. <laughs> he came back with a giant pile of. I'm like, how are you carrying all this? He had a drink, he had the giant thing of poutine, and then he had a footlong hot dog. <laughs> it's just like, holy shnikes, man! Where are you going to put all that? That's awesome. <laughs> so. But we got a big week coming up in Blue Jays baseball. But before we talk about that, let's talk about the week that was. How did we get here? Because it's been, I don't know what you guys are feeling for this season, but I feel like I've been put through the ringer. And I, if I'm feeling that, I can't even imagine what Springer and company are thinking in this locker room and how they got to where they got to and have been able to dial it back up to where they are currently. Um, Graham, it was a big week. What are you thinking as a f- big takeaway for the fact that we took it to school against the Yankees and then we were able to finally win something in the trot? Yeah, yeah. 
And it goes back, I guess, a little bit before that, right? Like the, what well, was it, Boston? Before that, right? And then before Boston was the Rangers. So, you know, you can forget about that. That was the one of the low points, maybe the ultimate mm -hmm. low of the season. Like we were, we had the shovels out, we were digging the grave. We had the coffin right there. We're, 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 we're ready to go. Um, and then Boston comes and then the, 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 the the snow, the, the snowballs just, just rolling. Um, three, we should have had the brooms out there at the trough. You know, we can discuss maybe why Romano was used there in that Saturday Saturday game. I would have loved to see Mesa myself. Yes. He did the exact same thing the day before, I believe, with Romano, bringing him in for, you know, for like a two innings, extended work. Um, and you could just see, like, he was fighting and struggling it. Um but the, the oh, they're they're rolling. We've been saying all year. When is it? When are they going to start playing ball? Right, like we're we're him and Han, and we're right there treading water in that conversation of being relevant. But yet we can say we haven't played good ball. Well, we're playing good ball now. What an off! What a time to start playing good ball. And uh, you know, like all you have to do is get into the dance. Once you get in, who knows what, you know, anything can happen. You see so many times when it's the last place team that gets in with some momentum and they just take that momentum all the way to uh, the finish line or to Disneyland. Do you guys, do you guys at all feel like, and I think there was a bit of, of trepidation on this show and certainly with Jays fans, you know, for the last, you know, maybe month intermittently, but do you guys think that that Texas series was just the ultimate slap in the face where they just went into the room, they looked at each other and they were like, okay, we've sandbagged it a little bit here. We've taken it easy. We've tried to keep George healthy and we've tried to keep Kiermaier healthy and we've tried to keep, you know, Belt healthy and all the rest of it. So now we screw it. We go. Now we show these, you know, everybody what we've got. And I mean, if you look at it, like you said, uh, Graham, aside from that one questionable loss uh, to the Rays, I mean, they're they're unbelievable right now. And mm -hmm. they've got mm -hmm. even the things that weren't clicking are clicking. Now, I mean, it kind of sucks that Romano's struggling as much as he is. And it kind of sucks that Ryu is struggling as much as he is. But, you know, when you think about what's to come, you know, and I don't want to put the cart before the horse, but hypothetically, if they are in a wild card series, you know, do we start to look to the future to saying, okay, Kikuchi's been in the bullpen before. Ryu has been in the bullpen before do we look at maybe putting one of those two guys in the bullpen and then bringing up a 13th um player so that that we have a couple of extra guys that get a little bit extra work and are available if you know god you know i, I hope kirk doesn't go down but we have an extra catcher and we've got you know some extra legs to run bases and we have some extra bodies around um but again, I you know I I I think that uh, it's been it was a really good run. Uh, I don't think it's over. Uh, I feel like they're going to stomp the Yankees. I, I don't think the Yankees have any pride left in them. Um, no. I don't think. I mean, I know they're saying that Cole is supposed to pitch the, the second to last game of it of this of the series. I mean, do you want to have Cole potentially wear another one before the season's over? I mean, he pitched great in that game until a certain point, and then you know, not great and. And beat you know, up on a bullpen more. Yeah, that but, game but, than yeah. Him. but he if was Cole's starting to playing for a Cy Young. Then he he could he, they could run mm -hmm. him out there for that. Yeah, I've yeah. 
for my fantasy baseball team, I hope he at least pitches six good innings and then the bullpen chokes. <laughs> but with, uh, but with, to that point, with, I don't uh, think they much a choice. With the playoffs, they expand yes. the rosters, right? Yeah, by one player, isn't it? Oh, is that it? I thought I it was. One offensive player and two pitchers, isn't it? I believe. I don't know. I might be wrong. I'm very rarely, Graham, I am very rarely right. So it, it <laughs> I, could well, be way more. Yeah, I, I, I have no idea. But high to be on this, on this know, show. The, the <laughs> first series is is a two out of three. You're only going to need, you know, Bassett, Barrios, you know, Gosman for that. You put the you put yeah. the two, uh, you know, Ryu. You put Kikuchi in the pen, extra arms. Yeah, I, the the, yeah. the reason that I bring it up is that in in the past what we've seen, you know, in the past sort of five years is most starters don't get as deep in the game as they have during the regular season, oh, even yeah. your really good guys. So sure. you almost have to have, um, you know, a, a knife behind your back, yeah. so to so to say, to, to throw them in there and be able to bash out three really high level innings. And I mean, I know the Jays have some options to, to do that. And I, I mean, I wish, you know, we had a little bit more confidence in a Nate Pearson or, or, you know, somebody like that. But to be able to take Kikuchi maybe out of the rotation and put him into that spot where you're like, you know, Gosman gets three good or Bassett gets three good or, you know, whatever, then we've got three more that we can get through. And then we can get to the killers at the end because I'm a little concerned about that sort of in between. But, I mean, you never know how these games are going to go. I mean, last, you know, against the Mariners, we had too many mistakes pitching uh, and that's what killed us. So, I mean, the hope this year is that they're a little bit more sound with what they do. I think at the end of the day, you're going to end up having Ryu and Kikuchi in that bullpen for even the three-game set. Um, just think back to 2015 for me for a second, guys. Remember that whole time where Brett Cecil didn't, you know, was hurt mm-hmm. and he wasn't around? The Blue Jays made the mistake of not carrying Mark Burley on that playoff roster. Yep. <laughs> so, whoops. Yeah, big whoops. <laughs> that was your lefty. Very right. costly. So now you got you got uh, two guys there in Ryu and Kikuchi and two very different style of pitchers too, right? You can get Kikuchi to come out there and blow it by a few guys as another guy to go with, you know, with Meza to your point, Graham out there in the bullpen is another lefty. And then you have Genesis Cabrera. So that's three hard throwing lefties to make up some innings. And then you have Ryu that can come out there and miss some bats or two innings, which he did very efficiently the other day. But they got to him around those couple innings. It's and that's what happens, unfortunately. That's the way why you play the game. That's why you show up. And like Graham said, we have a ticket to the dance here, probably. So you're gonna want to bring every arm I think you can, especially if let's say guys, there's a very good chance that right now, if the season ended today, we'd be playing Tampa. You're bringing every damn arm to the freaking trop dome as you possibly can. Yep. <laughs> and you gotta remember too, like everybody will be on a super, super short leash. So it doesn't matter what your name is, whether you're Gosman, Barrios, Bassett, whoever you are, if that's your three horses you're going with, it doesn't matter right. if you're five pitches in, 50 pitches in. If some, if they, if it's yard, right yard, there. you're done. And, and having that uh, insurance, uh, you know, having that safety blanket, you know, Kikuchi, Ryu, it's a good option to have back there, you know? Yeah, for sure. Whoa, what happened to Craig? Yeah, what happened to the host? <laughs> Uh-oh. 
He's Sorry, back. dog's fighting over a bone. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't even see a leaf. That's awesome. That's possibly the best the best thing to happen. I was like, oh God, where'd he go? Yeah. Just like how Kevin Kiermeyer randomly ran or not Kevin Kiermeyer, George Springer made it all the way around the bases the other day, right? I'm just like, and here I am. <laughs> you know what's really funny? I, we'll get around to this, but you know what's really funny about that inside the park home run? If he had run from home base, how safe do you think he would have been at home? Like, would he have been a full 90 feet? Like he he beat the beat the tag and he basically walked to first base. So, I mean, at a full sprint, I think he could have got home before the relay throw was even thrown based on no slide. And who was that Margo in center field? I mean, way to go, buddy. Way to not try for that ball, at least. Yep. So you want to hear a funny uh, tidbit that I literally just found on that um, whole George Springer home run and inside the park home run a few minutes ago. Hit me. The last inside the park home run that George Springer hit, there is a certain Blue Jay that actually missed the ball at the wall. Oh, I think I know <laughs> who this is. Um, what was it? Um, we acquired him this season. There's your hint. Emeyer. <laughs> nope. No. Another um, outfielder, though. Oh, Fire Show. No, it's Dalton Bar Show. Oh. <laughs> he, um, <laughs> I can actually play it for you if it actually works. <laughs> so Dalton Varsho hits a or uh, went up for the wall, missed it, and he was a game that he was, you know, probably not supposed to be playing center field. And the ball was kind of rolled all over the place. So let's see if this one will cooperate with me this oh, week. Hey, we look at that. <laughs> so George. <laughs> so as it, you know, ball to center field. It's off the ridiculous tall wall, and there's no way in hell that's not going to be an inside the park home run with young George Springer running, right? Holy. <laughs> yeah, I do this fast. And Anyways. Strike that ball down pretty damn quick in that one, too, and he still had to slide for it. So, here's what it is. I just thought that was really ironic that the last single inside the park home running hit was. I just, I Dalton love Marshall. how much major leaguers freak out. <laughs> when they hit a home uh, and inside the parker, like the bench goes crazy. Like it's just, it's so much fun. Yep. So fun. I guess I just happened to be scrolling on Twitter and found that. And I'm like, no shit. That's too funny. (laughs) So, but back to where we were talking, as far as we started this conversation, Jason, off of I, where we just came from, we beat up on the Yankees. We beat up on the Rays. We could have won all those games. Is your confidence flying high now with the right reasons and what happened over the last week? And give me why you're feeling that so much better. Is it because we're doing all cylinders at the moment? Here's here's my here's my take on it. I am I'm 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 really really bullish on the Jays right now. I'm really excited about the way they're playing. I think the it, it speaks to what I was talking about earlier. I think it speaks to when that Texas series was going on and they were just getting punched in the gut over and over and over again. And the game would end and it'd be nothing but negativity, just pile on, pile on, pile on. And it finally got to a point where they, I assume, and I would be interested to hear, you know, maybe if anybody knows Hazel May, she could get the, uh, get the goods for us. But I, I, I'll bet you that somebody stepped up and said, we're not, we're not doing this anymore. Okay. We're not gonna, we're not gonna hokey around and we're, we're better than this. We've got, you know, we've got one of the best hitting coaches. We've got this, we've got this, we've got this. We got four of the best starters in the majors right now. Like let's get our heads out of our butts and let's get going. And 
I feel like the the sort of cherry on top is like a performance like Springer. Like, I mean, that's exact. And you could see the guys, like every one of the guys, like when he made that diving catch, like Whit Merrifield made a, a, a sign like, oh yeah, I was expecting him to do that. Like, like that's just what George is going to do for the next couple of weeks. And, you know, it's, you know, Vladdy, two rockets out. And his comp, like, I mean, have you seen him more confident at all this year other than maybe in the home run derby? He finally looks like his timing is set. Like he's Cabin actually Biggio. waiting on the ball, loading and hitting. And so. Kevin Biggio, who we, you know, he's, you know, favorite of the show. We, we, we love to rip on the poor guy. But, I mean, he's he's been unbelievable for the last month. And the yep. supporting characters have been good. I mean, I'm really big on the team. Uh, I'm I'm hopeful that, um, you know, I'm hopeful that they can get belt back. They need another left-hand bat. Um, and I think that, that unfortunately for that to happen, you know, I mean, they're going to have to send, um, what's his name down, um, uh, Horowitz, but, uh, you know, I think that, that going into this postseason, um, you know, and even with Schneider being, what is he over 36 or something like that? I feel like, like the, the mystery that is him, um, you know, the fact that they do have like, who's that super stud they're calling up that they're saying it's one of the fastest guys in baseball now. Um, he, he actually just got called up. He's been Dude, up. I for just a... missed this. Anyways, Cam Eden, right? Yeah. Yeah, Cam Eden, Eden, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously what you're going to see in that Yankee series is that dude's going to get a chance to pinch run and he's going to run. He is going, he's going to steal two and he's going to steal three. He might even try and steal home. I mean, the it's best would be 2023 version of Dalton Pompey. Yeah, right? the, the best would be if the Jays can <laughs> clinch because then they can try some crazy stuff. That's when you can try and work on double steals. You can try and work on a short ball hit to to left and stealing home on it. Like, why not? You're 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 already in. You know what so can change? You mentioned Dana Schneider finally coming to earth, right? In the last month, he's been, he might be batting 205, but he still has 11 RBIs and four home runs. I know. I'm it's nuts. That math. <laughs> So, and not to mention, I love him anyway. So I don't think he, there's no way in hell he doesn't have a place on this team right now. So, and to that point, the supporting characters, like you mentioned, are all, all in at this point, everybody's doing really well. So I, yeah, could, could Schneider keep that up? No, it wasn't. Somebody was going to figure out something eventually that was going to find a way around his bat and he's got to adjust to that point. He's going to run into enough that I'm not worried about it. So, and then the fact that you're starting to even see, you know, to your point with Merrifield's being with Merrifield still, you have Kevin Biggio resurging. And in the last 15 days, having some of the most RBIs on the team right up there with George Springer and black. So crazy. All falling into place. Graham, what are you thinking as far as has the offense finally turned the page here? Do you think we got something in the tank or we're going to be riding the pitching if we go through the week here? Seems like uh, everybody's getting back healthy. The Buffalo Bandits are kind of going back to Buffalo and the Toronto Blue Jays are taking their places back in the infield. Uh, You know, uh, Jansen won't be coming back, right? That's going to be a that'll that'll hurt that'll that'll because you know be like what are we going to do you you, like use varsho as a backup go with uh go with heineman you know um but 
it wasn't that long ago when we're talking about, uh, you know, sending G- Vladdy down to the Buffalo Bandits, to the Buffalo Bisons, right? Uh, he, he, he could, he, like, he, whether it's, he couldn't hit a beach ball if his if his life depended on it not that long ago. And now he's dialed in. Bo Bichette, George Springer, offense, defense. The pitchers are workhorses. The bullpen, you know, Romano has had, uh, you know, maybe a rough stretch since the All-Star break with that back. Uh, that Well, he came out of the All-Star game with the back injury. Then that back injury flared up again after the All-Star game and then had a couple situations since that. But all in all, you know, the bats are coming alive. Vladdy, he looks like he's dialed in. He's not, not guessing or he's not late. Um, so we have lots to... We have lots to be excited for. We're on the inside. We're in the driver's seat and in terms of the playoffs. Um, be very, very high probability of making it. It'd be very difficult for us not to make it at this point. Um, yeah, other alluding details here in a few minutes on that part. Well, Darth Vader. He went Darth Vader on us. Ooh, I did? Yeah, you went Darth <laughs> Vader on us. We didn't hear any of that. I hit too many <laughs> buttons, so I was just saying I have some fun uh, metrics on uh, some other fun stuff for the other teams in that race, too, that we're going to get to here in a minute. So um, I did mention that um, you mentioned Danny Jansen. Apparently, he had the cast off the other day officially, so he's down to like just having the splint when it's sore mm-hmm. kind of thing, but he's getting trying to get the uh, flexibility back in that hand. So there is still a chance in a not probably the first round of the playoffs, but having him on the bench available for that after wildcard series, maybe. So that's yeah. what the news is saying. I looked it up in between two and um, you have a 40 man roster. You submit a 26 man roster um, to MLB. And then any changes that get made from that roster in the playoffs have to be approved by the commissioner. So you can actually, if a player gets injured and you don't have a replacement player at that position, you can apply to the commissioner of baseball to get another, like, so let's just say, you know, Kirk got hurt and, you know, the backup got hurt and they had no catcher other than Varsho. Yeah. They could apply to the league to have another position, but you would then lose a player. So one player has to come off for one player to come on. Um, but Jansen, yeah, I heard, uh, I was reading that that he went down to Texas, I believe, to the hand specialist and and everything looks positive. Um, I wouldn't even be surprised if he's not maybe even trying to take some cuts before um, before the postseason starts. I mean, the guy's the guy's an animal. Um, and, you know, he, if there's anybody on that squad that wants to be a part of the postseason and pushing this team into, you know, challenge for a World Series, he's the guy that, that says Jano right at the top of this. And, and uh, I mean, he's the, if he's not the biggest gamer on the team, him and Springer have to, to have an arm wrestle to see who is. <laughs> and to that point, we know that every time Dana Jansen comes back from an injury list, yeah. st- he, he goes, comes he goes nine for nine Plano. with four <laughs> home runs. And <laughs> so I have it in, fish, in front of me officially. The playoff odds for the Toronto Blue Jays are 97.9%. And their odds to win the World Series are just under five at 4.9. So I would say this, guys. 
I'm thinking this team is very in the ballpark of watching what the Miami Marlins did a few times at this point. They are hitting at the right time. They're pitching at the right time. It's coming down to the wire. And I think that they've been playing playoff baseball more or less for a month. Yeah, they phoned it in, unfortunately, for one of the biggest series they could against the Texas Rangers. But they've been winning series consistently, playing wonderful, amazing Cito Gaston baseball, winning ba- winning baseball series. And it's getting them to the promised land. So we have six games left. If we win... Each series that is left, this is a 91-win team. I don't remember how many of us predicted this at the beginning of the season or not, uh, Jason, but (laughs) we were saying it needed 91 91 wins to get into the postseason, and it looks like we have been proven right at this point. Um, Not bad for a couple of nimrods on the internet, huh? Yeah, exactly. So the Blue Jays are currently sitting in the second wild card spot, two games ahead of the Houston Astros, which are also a uh, half a game ahead of the Seattle Mariners. The next closest team is the New York Yankees. And with one more loss, the Yankees are mathematically eliminated from playoff contention. And that's including the wild card. That's not just fits and giggles with the division. So, has anybody taken in to depth a look at the you know past regular everyday scoreboard watching what the schedules for those other contenders actually look like? No. This is where it gets really interesting and where I see the math of the playoffs uh, chances for the Toronto Blue Jays as being better than most, right? Because mm-hmm. the fun part is they're on their own. As long as they win ball games, they get in. They're not playing anybody right. that is hindering their wild card chances, assuming they beat the Yankees one of the next three nights. <laughs> right? Yeah. The Seattle Mariners are going to not only be playing the Houston Astros, but they are going to be playing the Seattle Mariners in the next six games. So they're playing their direct competition to end the season, along with the Texas Rangers are going to play the Seattle Mariners as well. So the only thing that would help the Seattle Mariners is if the Texas Rangers are so clinched for the division that they phone in that series and make the last three days of the major league baseball season. Very interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's, I find the parody that they've put in with this sort of, you know, everybody ending with these sort of two group, they're not play downs, but two group settings where that's where you finish the season against. I mean, you know, the Rangers, the Rangers, beat up on on the or are beating up on the Mariners right now um in that three game series um it was it was I watched a bunch of it being out on the west coast it always comes on after the Jays game so I begrudgingly watch it um not being a yeah. Mariners fan yeah that fan. series you're referring to was a few weeks ago but it was here's the scores from that series with the Texas Rangers beating up on the Seattle Mariners um 13 to 6 14 to 1 and 12 to 3 yeah and didn't they just play them Yes. They last just played them in. Ago, yes. No, I thought they just played them last week. September oh, 22nd, 23rd. Schedule. That was That's how okay. bad the Rangers or the Astros beat up on the Rangers the last time they played. I right. was looking at the wrong schedule. I'm sorry. <laughs> they beat they beat the Mariners 8-5. They beat the Mariners 2-buzz and then 9-8. And the one thing that I do like about what the Rangers are doing to the Mariners right now, and my hope is that the Astros do the same, is they are wearing out their pitching. Like they are using right. more arms than they need, and Seattle has no choice but to keep, keep, you know, keep competing. And 
the, yep. the harder that these teams come at them. And I mean, the Astros are no fan of the Mariners. They do. They don't like them. Um, the Mariners were involved in the, in the, the original garbage can talks. And um, I know that they'd love to jam an O three down their throat. Um, you know, and, and it's funny because the players that the Mariners have relied on all season long seem to have the wheels coming off right now. Like, like J rod, he put, didn't he, did he put two homers over, you know, against like he had the one Simeon go off his glove. And then the other one, I, I thought he had two maybe, but defensively he doesn't look great. He's been okay at the plate from being red hot and, you know, Suarez and Crawford and they're all okay right now, but this isn't the time to be okay. This is the time to be excellent. And, you know, the teams that are, are really stepping forth right now are really doing that. I think the thing that's the biggest gloom and doom thing, and you guys can tell me if I'm completely out of my mind for the Mariners fans, is the fact that let's say they somehow squeak into the playoffs, right? They are going to have to use their three best pitchers that last series against the Texas Rangers to ensure they get to the dance to begin with. So if they come out for that first game against the, uh, let's say, Blue Jays or whoever they're playing for that first wild card round, they're going to be throwing somebody out there that's either the low end of that staff or they're going to be throwing somebody on really, really short rest to get somebody like Luis Castillo or somebody in that first star of that series. I, it, it's going to it's gonna bode well for, I think, whoever plays them if they do squeak in. So what do you guys think of that kind of stuff? Because that's the kind of level of crazy that on top of all this nuts stuff that's going on, you got to play for today, right? But these are the underlining plots that lead up for this last week of baseball. Yeah, before you can even think about the dance, you got to get to the dance, right? How can you dance if you're yeah. not at a dance, right? I just can't dance to begin ah, with. There's well, yeah, yeah, neither can I. But and then just think about how stupid you'd look if you just went out onto the street and started dancing, not even at a dance club or whatever. You'd look even more. Hey, I do that all the Isn't time. Is that what TikTok but, basically is? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, 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 not familiar with it. I, I only know because of my 13-year-old. So, <laughs> so right now the Blue Jays would be set up pretty well for that because if you know they get in any kind of realm of relevancy, they might be able to do one of those double days and or move Ryu and uh, – Kikuchi up a start to get Gosman in on that first game, depending on what happens in the next few days. Um, but that's the nice perk of Gosman starting this series against the Yankees tomorrow night, because his next start would be that last game of the season to either put the hammer down or to take a day off, get a little extra rest, come back a day later, pick pitch the wild card game even even if the blue jays were in like a situation like seattle's in and we had to run out bassett Barrios, and gosman over the last three and we had to win out just to get into the dance the way our rotation is set i'm feeling pretty damn good you know i don't know you know our whole rotation's better than Seattle's whole rotation, right? So you throw Kikuchi right. out there in game one, throw Ryu out there in game one, throw Kikuchi in game two, something like that. Like, okay, that's great. We can manage that, right? I'm sure Gosman and those guys can be available for an inning or two, you know, coming in. They'll be out in the bullpen for us. The only thing yeah, that, I think that sort of scares me good. is that I think we said that last year too, didn't we? I think when when Maybe. the the when the Mariners and Jays were going to play in the playoffs, I think everyone was like, "Oh, the Jays are terrible, or the Mariners are terrible." What are we talking about here? And then yeah. I was like, "Oh, yeah. wait, 
Oh, oh no! Oh shit! We're done. Well, they, yeah, they well, their pitching was good, and then you know, this year and last year, we don't have Manoa on the team now. So, yeah, yeah. That last week, a little bit on the show, the fact of the weird nature around that shutdown for the end of the season, too. Yeah, and the weird stuff that's been coming out in the media and everything like that. I honestly am starting to question if Alec Manoa is even a Blue Jay next season. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, the, yeah, hundred percent. Sounds like trade bait. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? A, I mean, uh, as a but, as an aside, that's, that's a whole other topic. A lot of a lot of un, a lot of it's not. There's no clarity to the matter either. At least, uh, yes. I feel like there is, and I feel like they just don't want to know us to know what it is. I feel like. Something happened. I have no idea why he was brought back for that one game. Like, it seemed like such a weird thing to do. And even if you watch the interactions in the dugout and stuff, they were really odd. Um, It's like something happened. It may have just been completely internal as well. But I think at some point, we'll probably find out what it is. But, I mean, what a super odd... Like, I can't wait for the offseason to hopefully have some stuff come out and then we can we can dive into it more because they've been so tight. Yeah. They've been so <laughs> tight lipped about it. And so, you know, incredibly, you know, cloak and dagger about it. it it's, it, I don't know. It blows my mind, but you know, we got positive things, things to talk about right now. Sure. It yeah, is. So let's talk that thing that Graham was teaching or pitching into there for a second is let's talk pitching period. The blue Jays rank pretty much in all relevant major league baseball categories in the top five. Most there's only a couple I'd say that we're just on the outside of looking in on that, but all the ones that really matter, we have the best team ERA in all of major league baseball. It's really close in the top three guys between funny enough, the Milwaukee Brewers and the Seattle Mariners are number three. I didn't know that, but I think a lot of that's based on the fact that their bullpen is what has been something very efficient. Um, they've been getting enough out of their – I wish this broke it down into starting pitching, but um, as far as it goes, I think that's very relevant to where the Blue Jays are going and the fact that their um, a, a batting average against is also in the top ten. That's, I think, the most telling thing right there where the other teams that I just mentioned on that list are not even anywhere near it. So – that's the cash, yeah. right? Great. I don't care I if they circle the pillows. If you don't want them on the base in the first place, that's them yeah. getting lucky, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I think that bodes very well for the Blue Jays as far as any postseason or you know this final week in baseball goes. Who cares? The Yankees throw out Garrett Cole <laughs> if they want to pitch him tomorrow night. Like it sounds like they're not tomorrow night, uh, Wednesday night. He's on the mound, but it's going to be a rematch of last week: Barrios versus Gosman. Or I mean, Barrios versus Cole. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's a solid matchup. Great baseball to be watching this time of the year, and I'm very excited to see this week. I just hope it's not like the rest of this season's been, where we guys were, you know, we're peaking at the right time from everything we're seeing over the last week. But oh my god, I don't know if I could take another hit like we took a few weeks ago with the Rangers. I might just drop dead. <laughs> I don't know if my heart can take it anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's, but, I, I mean that 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 series sucked. Let's. <laughs> Let's not beat around the bush. That was awful baseball. Um, and, and you know, there's there's a um, you know a theory in in sort of sports uh, mentality and and life mentality where um, the LSU Tigers keep a little tiny t- a toilet in their dugout, 
And the reason being is if you have a bad at bat or if you have a bad outing, you're supposed to walk in and flush the thing. And, you know, just everything's then flushed and you have to move on. It's like a, it's like a rule to be an LSU tiger to to flush this little toilet. Um, And I guess it's spreading. It's in a number of, of dugouts. And so, you know, I think that they took that whole series and just realized what a pile of crap it was and flushed it. And, um, you know, they've, they've come out like a, like a Phoenix and, and it's been, uh, it's been a treat to watch. So before we go too far into this week's stuff, I want to point out the fact that we are seeing to Graham's point, everybody's starting to get healthy guys. It's both September. I think all over again with what swagger he showed over this Tampa Bay series. Uh, Graham, do you think we're uh, in for a treat for this last week of baseball as far as Bo Bichette's concerned? Not only Bo, but just the whole the whole roster, start to finish. I think, but I think Belt's going to come back, get a couple abs in, get his feet underneath. I'm not sure if they'll wait for the uh, for the rosters to expand, you know, and take more of a slow, uh, you know, like just play him in more situational kind of roles, um, or if they'll get a couple at bats for him, you know, in the next six games or whatever. I guess. Maybe how the Yankee game series will uh, play out will determine that, but um, no, it's no, it's a it's a well well tuned machine firing on all cylinders, and um, let's just go. Just exciting! It's a it's a great time of year. It's exciting to get to the ballpark every day. These guys have been putting in their work on a on a regular basis. They all have their routines. They're all very very committed and regimented. They stick to the process, regardless of what you might hear in the news or whatever. And uh, they just go out and they love to have a good time. And they love they, they have a good time playing good, good baseball. So winning cures all, right? That's, yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And, and right I, now they got some swag. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I think uh, one of the things that Bo needs to keep doing is that bony tail he's got going on now where he tucks the ponytail i thought he cut his hair all off but i mean (laughs) that guy and they were talking about this on sunday night baseball and the jays weren't even playing they were talking about how you know there's certain hitters in the mlb that obviously have a more advanced level of being able to see spin rate on balls and see rotations and see release points and all this other stuff and one of the main ones they spoke about was him and Really oddly, you know, as a little aside, do you know who the person that put Harold Reynolds onto the fact that Bo Bichette is one of the best in the game? It's Aaron Judge. So Aaron Judge views Bo Bichette as one of the best hitters to ever hit, not in the game now, to ever hit. He was talking about how he sees the ball at a different level and it allows Bo that when the ball's crossing the plate, he can actually hit it off the back of the plate and still get enough volume on it to to hit some home runs. And if you guys go and look, look at some of the videos of some of the home runs, the one he hit the other night, I mean, that was not in front of the plate. That was over the plate going into the catcher's glove and he's fast enough and strong enough and can read the ball. It's, It's uncanny how good he is at hitting a baseball. It's really, and he's so hot right now and he wants to win so bad. And I mean, you know, people get on him a bit for not being able to, you know, he's not the best public speaker or the the most rah-rah guy. But when he hit that single to score the run the other night, I thought his hat, hat was going to pop off. Fired. I thought he was going to punch the first base coach. 
you know, like he was just, he was fired right up. Like, yeah, just wham and just stunner or whatever. I don't know. Something was going to happen there, but yeah. So you're I saying mean, Aaron Judge thinks, Aaron Judge thinks he's the cream of the crop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah. if I had a creamer, <laughs> if I had a creamer, that would have been the best. <laughs> so, but that's good stuff. I, I I didn't know that about that Aaron Judge piece that you had mentioned. Yeah, there's a good video. That's, uh, it's a Harold. Really stuff. Harold Baines is interviewing Aaron Judge about his hitting style and how he works out and, you know, sort of what he does to be able to do what he does. And he references Boba like three times in the thing as, as being, you know, like if you look at Aaron Judge's leg kick, it's very similar to, to Boba It's just, you know, a much bigger human doing that leg kick. Um, so it's, you know, it's, it's very interesting. Um, Bo's a special athlete and a special baseball player. And I couldn't be happier that we have him in his prime. And I hope they keep him for a couple more on top of that. And then, you know, who knows? See what happens at that point. So let's talk the week that's coming, guys. Like I said, they do have to take care of business. Nobody's writing this team off as 100% a guarantee, as we mentioned earlier, with the literally just missing it. Um, outside, is there anything out of the Tampa Bay Rays series and – the fact that we do have to go through the Yankees here in the next three days out of the remaining six games. What is a standout is a possibility of something that could get in our way over those next few days. Is it somebody on our pitching rotation that might be not up to snuff at the moment? Is it somebody on either of those opposing teams that you think might be a roadblock for the blue Jays to get to the playoffs? Um, either one of you that want to take well, my honest first. opinion. And this may Honest be always. this may be a really sore spot later on. I think it's Schneider. <laughs> I think he could make some bad choices. You know, Graham was mentioning before he's made two or three bad calls on leaving Romano in, and a few pitching choices that have cost the Jays runs, and they've been able to battle themselves back out. I think if anyone is going to to sully what could happen over the next two series, it's Schneider, the manager, not the player. Well, that makes Boom. sense. Like you said, questionable things here and there. Yes. Uh, to that point, it, it is what it is, right? So, uh, Graham, do you have anything you want to add on that one, or you got something for us? No, I, I'm not too high on uh, Dave, you know, Babe Schneider. Amazing, John Schneider can't uh, can't get out the door quick enough. Stop sign Rivera. You know the whole uh, the whole posse, the whole the, 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 the whole crew. Um, it's it's very 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 um, disheartening, and it, it's just hard to be a you know a fan sometimes in the stadium when you see these kind of you know um, you know. And I'm just like a a little league house league coach, right? But and then these guys are professionals in the in in the show. But yeah, no, it's uh, nerve wracking to say the least when you have that guy. Uh, behind the bench with the big Oakley's on. I will yeah, say this though. That, he but... has made a lot of good decisions this. I feel like he's made some good decisions this year. I feel like taking yeah. the chances on the, on the, the guys from Buffalo, letting them get their legs underneath them and allowing them to like a lot of managers would have pulled Schneider, even hot. They would have taken him out. Um, you know, a lot of managers wouldn't give have given Horowitz or uh, Clement a decent run. As soon as the injury was done, they would have been gone again. And so I like the fact that he's your point very much. So he's building from the floor, you know, from the floor up. And I do like that about him. 
but I do sometimes think that his short-sightedness does get in the way of may, maybe making a decision that might win you a game. And yeah. is that Ross Atkins who decides what players are up in the lineup? And is John Schneider just a guy who's managing whatever players Ross Atkins gives him? Or is John Schneider the guy who's going to Buffalo and New Hampshire and deciding what guys we're plugging and playing into this system and our system? And Graham is like, you're reading my damn mind. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I was actually, I made the same comment to where you're going on that point, Graham, with Montoyo even. I'm like, who's managing? Who's doing this? Yes, is he the on-field general or is he told, here's your book, good luck? <laughs> and I don't know. I feel like that Schneider's had more rain than Montoyo did a million years ago because I think Montoyo literally was trying to play managing by numbers and do nothing but that. There's still a, and, and you guys know this too, just, there's still a gut feel to it. It's not just what the math play. Otherwise, the fact the math would have been the one running the damn team in the first place and it wouldn't be any of us even having to talk about this. Why play the game if the math is always right, right? <laughs> So um, to that point, I do think there is something to that sauce. And I'd be curious if, you know, I don't think he's going to ever get fired in the midst of what's going on here because unless they flat out miss the playoffs in the next six days. Yeah. But oh, yeah, <laughs> we'll see what the hell that happens. I think it would take at this point a catastrophic fail like that. But Jason, to your point, I wonder how much of this is also experience, you know. He's well, going to yeah. get better, and he's their guy. He's been brought up from every level of the Toronto Blue Jays system to get to this point. If you were trying to build your prototype guy, it's him. I question if it is him or not, but he brought no, him up think, to be that guy. You I think it really time. is. This is his first full season. Yeah, That's I think what it really forgets. is. And I think that that you know, like it's it's Graham. It's like you said. Like I've coached a lot. I've won provincial championships i mean in the grand scheme of things that mean, means very little but you know i do sort of see sometimes when they're making a move and it backfires and you're like hmm, well i probably would have taken a chance on the same thing just you know it's not as bad as was it last year where the was it the rays that pulled a pitcher after 60 pitches or something like that just based on analytics and they ended up blowing a game that's bad managing that's terrible managing i mean some of these things I feel like gut plays a point. I feel like when you when you are a baseball manager, you've got how many voices do you think there are on that bench? I mean, other than the guys that are making 10 times what you make and you're like, hey, I need you to do this. Yeah. And they're like, nah, maybe I won't. Um, but you've got a yeah. pitching coach. You've got a bench coach. You've got, you know, upper management. You've got, you know, the trainers telling you this and, and you're trying to make a decision based on that. So, I mean, I don't envy any of those guys other than I would love to do that job like tomorrow, any teams that are hiring, I'd love to go do it. I think I'd be a great baseball manager. I'd be throwing my hat. It'd be great. Anyways, I'll do I'll do an audition tape one time. It'll be real good. Are you not but, entertained is all I'm hearing from yeah. you, Jason. But I, I feel like, <laughs> you know, one of the major things, and, and I, I'm starting to see this more and more, like especially as my kids get older and I get a little smarter, uh, and I, I, I admit that I have been dumb for a long time, I am starting to see, you know, that when I do lose my mind in any level of sports, it's idiotic. Um, you know, the guys who the guys who make the leagues, the guys who coach in the leagues, the guys who run the leagues. I mean, they they they're they're in a different echelon and they're they're speaking different languages and they're they're they know the game at such a different level than any of us do. Even guys that I know that have played in the majors. 
guys that had a cup of coffee don't understand what it's like to have the longevity of a Don Mattingly or, I mean, even Schneider, like, I mean, to be a baseball manager, as long as some of these guys are, it's incredible. Like you really have to know your stuff. You have to make a ton of mistakes and those mistakes are on TV and on the internet and in front of massive fan bases. So you wear them. I mean, you know, it's, it's tough. And, and, I'm sort of done with the days of bagging on coaches, except for Mike Babcock. I'll bag on him, you know, for the rest of time. It's too funny. In, insert so, leaf joke. Yeah, they had, you had to be that one guy. <laughs> Do you want to see my phone? Um, yeah, there is that. So on that point, um, I guess I'll point out one thing that, you know, they've proven that they can hit on all cylinders finally over the last week couple weeks even at that point um they need to keep this momentum that is the one thing that will never slow this train down is if they can find a way even if they lose just to keep putting numbers on the board having good pitching performances just don't let this you know cruise that they're on right now just you know come to a halt because there is some good momentum and a good vibe going on in that dugout and you can see it on tv just watching and i don't even want to i i can only imagine what it feels like to be in the ballpark looking in that or just to be in that dugout right now at this point so they know what's going on and you can see it and graham you're the one that's around the field do you feel that presence when you're uh in there that the things are going right and things are trending in the right direction oh absolutely yeah, the you, stadium you, must you, be you, electric right now. Is it amazing? Is it amazing to be in that barn right now? It was oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. So cool. This, this whole year with uh, with all the renovations and everything, there has never really been a dull moment. But yeah, um, <laughs> uh, you know, last week was quiet. The boys, the boys were out of town, right? Um, yeah. Coming into work this morning, there th- there was something in the air. You felt it. It was, uh, yeah, yeah. Walking out that skywalk, you see that tower there and walking inside of, yeah, you knew it's go time. It's go time. So to reference one like of that. my, uh, so. to reference one of my favorite, uh, animated movies. I, I feel like the, uh, the Jays need to be very much like Dory and just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep just swimming. Keep swimming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. So is there anything else you guys would like to talk out about the coming home stand to finish the season? Any tidbits that either of you would like to talk out before I go into our little bits of show wrap here? Well, the only I thing I wanted to give a little props to Chris Bassett. I have what 34, 35 years old. Career season, hell of a season. Who says we can't have quality and quantity? 200 plus innings. The guy's an absolute stud. Didn't they? Didn't almost all of them get to almost that number? Like, didn't, aren't all the four big Jays starters, aren't they all within like 20 pitches of 200 or, um, or 200 innings or whatever? I mean, it's been, they've been animals, all four of them. (laughs) Just insane. Yeah. yeah. And, and my shout out was going to be to Chad Green. I mean, talk about a guy who comes back. And then at Yankee Stadium has to go out and he just throws dimes. He stared those Yankees down and ripped that ball past them. And they were just like, come on, man. It was great. It was so good. If the mayor of New York had come down and given him the key of the city, it would have been the best. 
at that point, I think the best part about that was you kind of see him kind of looking over at Brett Boone and being like, yo, you remember me, right? Yeah, you remember me, fool. Here, come, <laughs> here comes 97. Yeah, exactly. And to that point, Brett Boone actually, to his point, as much as I'm not a big fan of his, or, not Brett Boone, Aaron Boone. <laughs> Brett Boone was the one I liked. <laughs> so, um, he actually called out and said that he was so happy that Chad Green not only recovered from all the, you know, Tommy John and all that kind of stuff, but got back to that form that he, it, he said he doesn't look like he skipped the beat and he only wishes he would got to see it firsthand rather than being against the other day. Was is that why he, art review. Is that why he got ejected for the seventh time? So he could go watch it. From yeah, maybe that was it. Oh my God. Did you hear the weird stat of that too? He's been ejected against the blue Jays three times out of those yeah. seven. Is it seven? I think it might why? be more. It might've been eight. <laughs> I'm surprised it's only seven. They said seven during the broadcast when he got knocked out the other day. <laughs> to me, I, it felt like that was the only thing that was worth watching in a Yankee game this year. If you, even for Yankees fans, my mom and my grandfather being here in Rochester, New York, everybody's Yankees fans. So th- that's all they've been doing is bitching about Boone all yeah. season yeah. long. <laughs> and to that point, the next piece to that whole thing is bitching about how the fuck if he's going to go down with a ship how Brian Cashman doesn't go down with it as well <laughs> because at the I, point he put this team on the field and said don't worry we're going to the playoffs we'll see you in the promised land how he's the well. Teflon Don <laughs> Brian Cashman is the Teflon yeah. Don I mean he is he's yep. as, as greasy as they come and um, you know, for him to put out a piece of product like that and not have success is embarrassing because it's got to be rotten from the core, no pun intended, New York fans. Um, but it's it's bad. It's not good. Well, we do see what's going on in Queens, right? Yeah. Exactly. That was pretty rotten. Yeah. Um, <laughs> poor, poor Mets fans. So, but anything else on that to add? I. I'll pour it on the Yankees fan. I'm looking forward to watching them finish sub 500 and us being a good part of that because they're only they're this close. They're saying <laughs> right now the tickets that are sold for the the series are the lowest mm-hmm. that could be the lowest ever in in since the new stadium. The attendance. Oh, because they finished at home, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's a couple crazy. of thousand people, like like Oakland A's level. Although the Oakland A's fans are coming out in full protest, which is making that whole thing in Oakland very interesting. Yep. Viva Las Vegas, <laughs> baby. That's higher. <laughs> so, but to that point, um, so random baseball news, though. Did you see that not only are the Oakland A's getting a move in a brand new ballpark, one of our division rivals is thinking St. Petersburg apparently is going to stay their home. And it actually looks like it might be a really nice home. Hmm. I still wonder if anybody will go. I don't know how they even. I don't know how they mortgage that. I don't know how you 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 spend one dime down there. I mean, no one goes. What? How could they possibly be making any money? I made that trip because I go to. I have friends that live just outside Clearwater. In funny enough, Dunedin, and I go down there regularly to visit them. And if it's during the regular season, I happen to be down there for work. I drive to the Trop usually just to go to a ball game. And that commute, even on the island or on the peninsula piece there, for you know, going from Clearwater Beach area to St. Petersburg is still a pain in the ass. And I'm not going over the weird bridge that most Tampa Bay people actually. You know, bitch about that Sunside Boulevard or, or whatever the hell it is there. So, have you ever, have you ever tried to go to a Dodgers a game? Yeah, have I did. Ever, I didn't make it. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, 
If, if, you think it's, if you think it's bad <laughs> to do anything, try and go to a Dodgers game. You've got to leave four hours in advance of the game. You have, you have to be on the road the day prior with a full snack and a sleeping bag. And it's unreal. I was 13 miles. So 20 kilometers away. Right. That's a non-commute. That's nothing. No. It took me an hour and a half to just get in the ballpark around Anaheim's ballpark. And then I was like, wow, I missed three innings. I guess I'm not going. So I turned around and fucking <laughs> went back. <laughs> so it was like, oh, my God. Lesson learned. I get to do that next time or make sure I you know, find a train or yeah. walk might have been quicker. All right. Let's get let's pick the click. Maybe street scooters. So pick the click after we have one big shout out for what I All have right. to talk about last before we do right. this. Does anybody know? remember what happened 20 years ago to today in Toronto Blue Jays history? Hmm. It's been all over Twitter and all the other social media stuff and seeing it happened at the at the time named Skydome right before it became the Angry Bird era of Toronto Blue Jays baseball. Somebody had a rather crazy performance in Toronto Blue Jays baseball. Carlos season. Delgado. The four home runs. Right on the nose, my four, friend. Four Points. spot, buddy. Four spot. Yep. The Hattie yep. Plus. And and might be the dawn of the Toronto Blue Jays bat flip. It is a very understated Blue Jays bat flip. He basically hits the home run on that fourth one, looks at the dugout, don't need this anymore, <laughs> and then starts trotting around the bases. It is epic fashion. And for Blue Jays fans that haven't had the pleasure of checking this out, I will bring it up here and um, just you know point out the fact of how crazy this was. It had time for what was a awesome era in Toronto Blue Jays baseball. And to that point, should be MVP Carlos Delgado, in my personal opinion, because the only reason he didn't win the MVP in 2003 that year was because Alex Rodriguez was doing just a little bit of something. <laughs> so apparently, it was dress up like an empty seat night at the game. That's unfortunately how it was, and you know, this time of year, 2003, yeah, we were this close, like basically a month left in the season. And then the Blue Jays just tanked it. They couldn't keep up with anything. I was at the series where I felt like the, the Blue Jays went to die against the Boston Red Sox that year. And oh, that's a they, solid they just kept running with it. Yes. You saw, you see what I'm talking about here? Yeah. It's like a dart throw. <laughs> yeah. I don't need this. <laughs> Somebody take this. That, that is a Blue Jay bobblehead in the making right there. No hands down. September giveaway next year. Don't need this anymore. Toss. Yep. Get it out of here. <laughs> so that's too funny. Uh, Graham, you seen where some of those renovations you've been working diligently and hard on like too? It look I it almost it's night and day different to me looking at some of these old highlights and stuff and what the ballpark looks like these days. Crazy, eh? Yeah. That and the fact that we actually have like, you know, outfield fans on the top of the bullpen and everything like that is just mental at this point. So like I said, it, it looks like a brand new ballpark, and I know you guys are all not done yet, and there's plenty more to come. So, looking forward to visiting again next season because I actually did make it up a few weeks ago. I got yeah. I got to the last Kansas City game. I hung out with Ken. So, anyways, it is that time. This is basically our second to last picks to click, and unfortunately to say it, Jason, we're dormy in the guest spot. Are well off. We're dormy, as they say. In the Ken's world of golf, we are dormy. 
Yes. Um, Ken's got nine wins on the season to me being the next closest with six. You have four and the guest spot has three. So if the, you know, we're hoping this continues because we will do this for the playoffs just as much as we'll just do it by series because we'll probably be playing more shows. But right now the scoreboard's pretty lopsided, my friend, and I think we're a little out of it. But Graham, seeing you weren't on the show last week, I'm going to throw four names at you. And if you could give me your vote on which one you think had the best week in Toronto Blue Jays baseball, that'll decide this past week's winner right before we pick our clicks for this week. So we have George Springer, Bo Bichette, Matt Chapman, and Alejandro Kirk. George Springer, final answer. George Springer, final answer. And now, Jason, you are tied with the guest spot. <laughs> as a guest spot win so they now have four spots our you know four what? wins on the season when i played senior men's baseball do you know what our cheer was before we ran out onto the field it was don't be shitty and i'm not living up to that I, i'm, I'm it sounds this is like awful. the movie uh it sounds like the movie dodgeball with a team what's the team motto aim low yeah right aim low <laughs> god so, on that note this is why i don't gamble that's always go Guests go first anyways, so I'm going to carry over uh, Mr. Matt Chapman from uh, Ken's pick from last week. So he's the only one off the board. Um, Graham, it is your pick. Number eight. Number eight? You got it, bud. You got it. (laughs) There it is. Mr. Utility. Yeah. Can't can't go wrong on that point. So Coach of the um, year. Hey, the coach of the year says, Bijou. Go to first. Bijo, go to third. Bijo, go to second. Bijo, I need you in the field. The coach of the year says it. Bijo's going to do it for him. There you go. Yeah, I was just trying to bring up number eight's uh, stats over the last few weeks here. And you I said it earlier. It's wrong. Donkey. He's electric. He's electric. Yeah. Over the there. last 15, I lost it. Where is he? There he is. Yes, he's number four on the last 15. Shocking. I should have looked higher. It's surprising to me he's only batting 268. But the fact that he has five home runs in RBI and he's walked seven times and three doubles in that same fight, and just the level of clutch is anytime he's needed Crazy. to get those hits, that's when those hits happened on that mm-hmm. stat list. So good stuff. Jason, I had I carried over because you had the prior week. Brandon Belt, you went rather ballsy saying he was going to come back him. and crush it. So I gave you the killed other BB and Boba Shet last week. Yeah, I got either. It's way. your pick. <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm. I'm sticking with the two homer. Two homer, uh, Vladdy. Go on, Vladdy. Two homer, Vladdy. I, I think he's going to have a huge week. I think he. I feel like he feels like he has to step up this week, and and I feel like he's been called out a lot lately on MLB TV. And in, you know, ESPN and I listen to a couple other podcasts and they all seem to rip on him all the time. And it seems like he's sort of starting to hear that, whether they've got it in Spanish or he pretends he can't understand it. Um, but I'm going Vladdy. I think he's that that new all wood bat is going to. Break. Yeah. You think he's just going to bring back who's your Vladdy and just take oh, it to yeah. school this week? Yep. Huh? Yep. <laughs> So there it is. Um, I'm going to go a little bit different. 
And I think the igniter is going to come back this week. And I'm, I'm calling him the igniter because this is how he's felt to me all season long. And that is Whit Merrifield. He's been that guy that's been at the center of a lot of the action this season. And to the fact it's very, felt very Paul Mahler to, to, to me. And that's, that's the reason I'm reusing the nickname here. And um, I think he's going to, have a great finish to the week here, even though he's been a little bit suspect over the last few weeks. I think he's been playing with a naggy injury a little bit. They made it sound like the other day. He got plunked with a few balls over the last few weeks. I would, I'm thinking he's going to finish the season strong. And if you talk about somebody on this team that's more hungry for a playoff berth, this is a guy that didn't get a chance to play for the Kansas City Royals playoff teams because he was a rookie. So last yep. year was his first little taste of it. That man, that man's hungry, and I think he's yep. gonna eat. <laughs> so, is there anything else you guys would like to talk about, Graham? This is also your time to shine and talk about anything you would like to talk about here, a personal level or anything before the end of the show, too. No, no, it's all good. Good, show, good chat, busy, uh, <laughs> busy with uh, little league ball and rep league and progressing from uh house league to to rep ball and travel ball this season so just uh busy doing all the uh budgetary stuff and the financial planning and managerial sort of stuff training will be literally everything yeah exactly (laughs) but yeah for yeah no and it's all new to me it's my first kick at the can um of, of rep ball or travel ball so we got uh some uh high school gyms booked so that starts up uh october october the 6th i believe and um yeah go at the gyms till around christmas time then after christmas we'll uh go to like um an indoor baseball facility where there's you know have like a field some hitting stations different you know things like that different coaches and things like that there if you ever want uh if you ever want any information graham just ask i run my own travel team um i've coached two provincial champions uh here for for little league Uh, okay unfortunately my boys age out this year so we'll be moving to pbl or to uh, baseball bc uh yeah but if you want to know the ins and the outs and the fun tourneys and the the good spots to go in the u.s there's lots of them um you know i applaud them for the fact that they they have so much travel ball but i also when you go down there there's a lot of pitfalls um like don't tell them you're canadian if you can avoid it uh there's lots we, we can get into it you yeah know. Uh, totally i appreciate it much appreciated yeah. i'll get yeah. your, you guys I'll get your contact info from uh, ken and we'll be in touch Knows what yep, definitely. Cheers. Thank you. Yeah, and if you guys are down in this south of the border area in New York, please let me know. I'll be the random other American that at least comes and cheers for Canadians. That's kind of like I do here all week. <laughs> so on that note, if you guys don't have anything else to add, we'll wrap the show up and we'll hopefully get the Blue Jays momentum going for a playoff berth here this next week. The only thing I've got Deal. is one quick one. I just wanted to uh, give a shout out to North Van Minor Hockey. Um we made a hard decision this year to uh, move to North Van Minor Hockey from where we were, and um, it has been unbelievable. It has been so much fun. Um, my boys uh, did really well at tryouts, made the teams that they were hoping to make. Uh, we're excited for a great season. Uh, they run a top-notch organization in a very hard market to do right now. Um, minor hockey right now is getting absolutely destroyed by privatization and travel uh, hockey and all the rest of this stuff. And so 
kudos to an association. There's a few of them out there. Burnaby Minor does a great job. Semi Amu does a great job. But kudos to any minor hockey uh, across the whole country of Canada because it's just getting destroyed right now. And we've got to stay strong or we're going to lose a roots part of kids' sport um, to a financial gain uh, because every Canadian parent thinks they're chasing the dream that they're the kids the next Connor Bedard. And, and you know what, folks, most of them aren't, um, you know, so try and keep minor hockey and little league baseball alive. Cause if it dies, it dies forever. It'll never come back. That's find that same thing here in the States Amen. too, baseball wise too. So I totally get it. So cheers to hear something good's going on on that Avenue too. Um, so blue Jays fans, we will be here with you for the playoff push. So any good, big, major move thing here of the Blue Jays clinch, we're going to find a way to bring an extra bonus show to you. So make sure you stay tuned to all of our social media to find out when those dates are. We will have some uh, friends from Jays Journal and so on and so forth, along with our buddy Graham here that is becoming a very re reoccurring guest on our show, and we're happy to have him. So make sure you keep posted on where our schedule is going to be over the next few weeks. And especially if we start getting into the playoffs next week, like it looks like we probably will, we will probably do some kind of daily or whatever it might be to make sure you get your podcasting pleasures from us here at Jaybird watching. And if you miss us during those live performances, make sure you listen in wherever you get your podcasting pleasures from. And we are the official podcast of jaysjournal.com part of fan sided. Make sure you get those subscribe buttons in and click and like us so that you can just be reminded of when I goofballs can have a beer with you and talk blue jays baseball so you guys ready for the normal sign off of last few times we've been to the playoffs the caleb joseph mantra here of two claps and a rick flair and a let's go blue jays one two three Woo! let's go blue jays thank you for listening to the jaybird watching podcast please follow us on facebook instagram twitter twitch at Birdwatching GC and our YouTube channel. If you want to support the show and get extra content, please consider joining it to our Patreon at patreon.com slash birdwatchinggc. Go Jays go. Woo! Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.